Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is, No One is Excluded. Now, here's Pastor Kerry. How are we doing? We're good? Praise God. I'm grateful my region director um, is here. My son comes up to you. Your boss is here. Uh, <laughs> go shake his hand. <laughs> I think my son is my boss, I think. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God we're all here. Um, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, so much for this opportunity to be in your presence. Uh, may your Holy Spirit just to guide us, lead us, and, um, and just may there be an outpouring of your presence uh, around us as we experience your word, teach us what we need to hear. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going through our small group series, the book of Romans. Um, how many of you are in small groups right now? Raise your hand. Um, are you enjoying it? Praise God. How many of you are not? Oh, you don't have to raise your hand. I'm just. Uh, uh, but my group, it's a small group. Well, they call it small groups, so it's good. Um, and that we're having a, an, a, a wonderful time going through um, the book of Romans. As it really is giving us a, a clear insight of the gospel. And I hope all of you are experiencing that right now. So, um, like, the first week we talked about, uh, we used the the verse, um, let us not be ashamed of the gospel, and how Paul, um, he was a Jew, and he was a Roman, and he's he's kind of all people, um, um, to to, to all people, he's, he's anyone to all people. And, but he, he was... The Holy Spirit is working so deeply in his life. It's just, it's just a natural outpouring of who he, who he was. And, and so any, anything, anytime he's in the presence of, of anybody, whether it's Roman or Jew, it's just, it just is, he could not, not be himself. And it's a, it's a sense of how as Christians, as followers of God, um, there's, there's, um, there's no, like we should never need to have to fake it till we make it. Let us just let the Holy Spirit work in our lives and may allow that be an outpouring of just who we are. And then the, the next day, um, week, we were talking about uh, whether we should be circumcised or uncircumcised. And ultimately, it's, it's, it's a, a faith experience and it's, it's, a, it's a heart experience. And while we may know God with our minds, um, what really matters is what we do right here. And allow God to, to work in your hearts. Allow, that's where the change truly occurs. So that's kind of where we've been. And today our... Um, our title is called No One is Excluded. And we start with uh, Romans 3, 1. 
2, it says, What advantage then is there in being a Jew? Or what value is there in circumcision? Much in every way, first of all, the Jew has been entrusted with very words of God. You know, I was, I was worried about this. I was worried about some of my, my friends of the church as they hear this message. It's uh, messages about Romans and thinking, you know, Pastor Kerry, are you saying that it just doesn't matter, the Word of God? It doesn't matter whether you're circumcised or uncircumcised. Um, you know, what, well, if that doesn't matter, why do we even have the Word of God? Or why do we even have the law? Uh, what is its purpose? And, and um, you said it's the gospel that saves you. And once you say, but the law, you've already lost the, tr- the fact that it's truly just the gospel that saves you. There's no but to the law. The law cannot do anything for you in that sense. But as we read this, um, as the text says, what advantages is there in being a Jew? And, the, and uh, Paul's comment is, you were entrusted with the word of God. You were blessed to have the word of God as your, as your light, as your inspiration, as your path. And you think about it, we are blessed to have our Bibles, right? As followers of God. We are blessed that God has... has um, given us the advantages to knowing his will and how to live and how to, um, how to understand who God is. It is and we, should, we should be able to walk around with this praising God that he has called us um, to this understanding of, of knowing how essential it is to have this relationship with God through the word of God. But sometimes we look at it as a burden and say, oh, man, God has given us all these requirements and all these things. And then we look at it as this burden and we look at someone else that's, that's living with seemingly without that burden and we, we start condemning, right? Say, oh, you need to be doing this. Um, and, and you start to point fingers and what we talked about last week, what happens um, when you do that. So all of a sudden you, you have this burden, feeling this burden as a Christian because you, you, you're not experiencing it with your heart. You're not having this relationship with it. It's a mind thing. And you see the requirements and you're trying to follow requirements and this burden and you look at others and you start to condemn and to criticize. But when reality is, when we have this connection with God through the Holy Spirit, we're seeing God's words, and we're seeing the advantages of having God's words in our hands, and we are blessed by it. So whenever you start to see yourself looking at other people and that are not doing what you are, you think they should be doing, uh, don't look at it as, uh, as an anger or as a condemnation of others. Just praise God that you have the insight that you have for yourself. 
says, praise God what he has revealed to you through the word of God. It is a blessing. And so, yes, the Jews had the advantage as being the word of God. And then the law, it says, there is no one that will declare righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sins. Again, the law, as it's described as a mirror, is a reflection of God's character and the faultiness of your character. It can't do anything to bring you salvation, but it can reveal your sinfulness. That's what's its purpose. And now... Moving towards the crux of our our lesson for this week. It says, This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ. To all who believe, there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You know, whether we have this, the word of God in our hands, or whether we don't have it and we're out in the streets, you know, doing mischief, guess what? We are the same. We all fall short of the glory of God. You know, I was thinking about this story um, while, while I was preparing for the sermon. Growing up, there was one time where my dad and I, my dad needed me to fix his barn. Um, it was a barn garage thing. It was a big garage. He needed me to, to, to replace his roof. And it's a really big um, barn. And I had, I was call-porting for the summer. If you don't know what that is, it's ten weeks of pure bliss. No. <laughs> no, it's ten weeks of excruciating work, but it's a, it's, it's an incredible experience. Hopefully, um, my children will have that opportunity to do that someday. It's an, but it, it, it is grueling and exhausting, to say the least. And so I had 10 weeks of doing this, and I was super tired. And then I had a, about a week to do the barn. And then I needed to go to school and register for my classes at Southwestern um, Adventist University. And so I was, I had to do this. I, I, I mean, so then... I was in Georgia, um, and I had to drive all the way to Montana. So I lost a day and a half, two days, on driving nonstop. So I was exhausted from that. And then I started working. I'm, I'm tearing out the roof and then replacing it and putting new shingles in it. And it was 99 degrees straight in the sun. And I was, you get the picture. I was getting tired. Right? And so by the end of the week, or the middle of the week, I start to realize, guess what? I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can finish this. And, and my dad's looking at this and says, guess what? He's not going to be able to finish this. And it became, and I needed to get back to Southwestern to register for classes. Otherwise, I won't be able to go to school. Anyways, I was working on it, working really hard. And I'm telling him, Dad, I don't think I can do it. 
And he started getting mad at me. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, don't you see, Dad? You see how hard I'm working? I'm trying my best. And he's like, Carrie, you need to finish what you start. And how could you just leave me with a half-finished roof? For a long time, I had anger issues. I just put a couch here so I can share my feelings. <laughs> go through therapy on this. Right? For a long time, I was like, oh. But anyways, I was like, okay. You know, I worked doubly hard. I got it finished. But still, I was angry at my dad for, for, for putting it. He should have understood me. He should have said, Carrie, it's okay. I see how hard you're working. And for a long time, I'm looking at my perspective and I'm like, oh, you know what? What a bad dad. Just recently, I was looking at his perspective. Here he is. He's 70 years old. He can't get up there on the roof. He needs to get it done. It took me 30 years to figure that out. That he had his perspective first. And sometimes we see that with this, whether we should be uncircumcised or circumcised. You know, they're both right. They're both right. In that sense. But the biggest issue, this is, the analogy ends there. But the biggest issue there is that we are not saved whether we're, by, whether we're circumcised or not. We are saved by our faith in Jesus. That's what truly matters. And you can see what's going on here in, in, in the time of Rome. All of a sudden, we're creating these requirements of what it means to be a Christian. Oh, they need to, they need to keep the law. They need to be circumcised. And all of a sudden, we're converting them. And what are we converting them to? We're converting them to Judaism. And we're, and, and, and we're taking away the gospel. And in our own experiences with, 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 um, with Christianity and, and as Seventh-day Adventist Christians, we can't forget it's the gospel that saves us. While we are blessed to have the word of God and the knowledge of the law, it cannot save us. And then, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. All have been justified. You know, I, I have to tell you, I met a guy the other day, um, and all of a sudden he's just become a really good friend of mine. He's, he's, he's not a Seventh-day Adventist Christian, but he's just become a really good friend of mine. And I started to, to realize that this person is, and I, you know, we all have people of different faiths and their friends. They're all doing what they think they should be doing in life. Doing the best they can. 
And sometimes we, we look at this and whether we're circumcised or uncircumcised, we start to create these barriers and boundaries of what it means. And oftentimes we feel like we're the ones that, like in our minds, not often, we always feel like since it's coming from us, we are right. Right? Where, where we, like, it's God's, duty to judge, like what we talked about last week. As we judge others, we, just like last week, we, um, in reality, we are, we are doing the same things that they are doing. And praise God that God has, um, has judged me in such an incredible, compassionate, loving way. Right? And then we look at others that are out in the streets and doing their things, and we might have this condemnation towards these people, but we, the Holy Spirit transcends the building, the faith, the religion. The Holy Spirit is working in all of our lives. And we, sh- we are not the people to determine whether the Holy Spirit is working in this person's life or not. What we are here to determine is to let the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. And as we do that, as we allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives, guess what? We're going to manifest His Holy Spirit and it's going it's to transcend into our lives and we are going to be the bright light to the world that God has called us to be. And, and it will be everybody else's decision to respond to that light. That's all we have to do. Just be the bright light that God has called us to be and everybody else will respond accordingly. That's all we have to do. So, um, in the last verses of Romans 3, it says, Since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith, and the uncircumcised. There's only one God. He's the one that will justify the circumcised and uncircumcised. Through the same faith, do we then nullify the law that by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Remember, it is the law, it is God that, tra- that transcends through us, the Holy Spirit that transcends through us, that creates this change in us. That allows us to upload the law, uphold the law. But we, it is the Holy Spirit that is truly the requirement for our salvation. As we give our lives to Him, it doesn't matter where we come from. God works in such mysterious ways. He can He be calling people from. Any different situation and circumstance. It doesn't matter. It's just as we let the Holy Spirit into our lives, we become one with Christ. That is the requirement. Let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for this opportunity again to be in the presence with you. And Lord, as we understand 
the book of Romans, understand Paul's work. Help us recognize that we are all sinners. Whether we have the word of God, whether we don't. Help us recognize that we, we all do fall short of your glory. But Lord, you have sent your son for us. That we can, we can rise above our own sinfulness through you. And that we can experience life and live in, 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 in such, a, such an amazing way through your presence, through your Holy Spirit. And just help that, us to, to, to just allow that to become us. That we are not ashamed of the gospel because it's just a part of us. And that we are not condemners of others. We are just experiencing your spirit and living and being the light that's all around us, Father. Thank you, Lord. We pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.